Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on this fifth Sunday of Easter. The worship program for this Mass is available online at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. The celebrant for this Mass is Bishop Joseph Espayat. And as we begin our Eucharistic celebration, we uh, uh, ask that you rise and join in singing our entrance hymn, number 553 in the hymnal, number 553, Hail the Festival Day. Oh 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, peace be with you. Welcome to Sunday Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral, America's Parish Church, and in a very special way, we welcome all of our neophytes today, all of those who have recently come into the faith, those who have been baptized, received First Holy Communion confirmation at the respective parishes. We have about 100 or so neophytes, and because of that, they asked the neophyte bishop to celebrate Mass today. For those of you who do not know me, I'm Bishop Joseph Espaya. I am one of the new auxiliary bishops of the Archdiocese of New York, Episcopal Vicar of the Bronx. And it is a great privilege to be able to be here and celebrate Mass with all of you. We welcome all of us, all of you who come and unite with us at home, on live stream, uh, the Catholic Faith Network, and the Catholic channel Sirius XM 129. And so, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, as we enter to celebrate these most sacred mysteries, let us take a moment to call to mind our faults and our failures, asking Almighty God to fill us with His gentleness and mercy. <clears throat> I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, <clears throat> that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christ eleison, Christ eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie
us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, constantly accomplish the Paschal mystery within us, that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Thank you very much. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. As the number of disciples continue to grow, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. So the 12 called together the community of the disciples and said, it is not right for us to neglect the word of God to serve at table. Brothers, select from among you seven reputable men filled with the spirit and wisdom whom we shall appoint to this task. Whereas we shall devote ourselves to pray and to the ministry of the word. The proposal was accepted, acceptable to the whole community. So they chose Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Procarus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas of Antioch a converted to Judaism. They presented this man to the apostles who prayed and laid hands on them. The word of God continued to spread and the number of the disciples in Jerusalem increased greatly. Even a large group of priests were becoming obedient to the faith. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs> Let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. Bring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is Give thanks to the Lord upon the heart. 
a reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, come to him, a living stone, rejected by human beings, but chosen and precious in the sight of God. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it says in scripture, behold, I am laying a stone in Zion, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in it shall not be put to shame. Therefore, its value is for you who have faith, but for those without faith, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that will make people stumble and a rock that will make them fall. They stumble by disobeying the word, as is their destiny. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, so that you may announce the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. The word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to John. Amen. 
Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Faith over fear and trust. How can we overcome our fears? We can find the answer today in the scripture passages that we have heard at Mass. I don't know if you know this or not, but St. Francis Xavier Cabrini, the first American saint fell into a creek at the age of seven, and she almost drowned. She almost drowned. And yet, when she went to see Pope Leo XIII in regards to doing missionary work and, and starting this religious order, she wanted to go to China. She wanted to go to the East. And we know the famous line, if you've ever visited the shrine of Mother Cabrini is one of the most beautiful shrines that we have here, right? To one of the saints, as well Mother Seton downtown. 
But if you ever go to the shrine of Mother Cabrini up on the hill there, it's beautiful. And actually on the wall, you see the Pope sitting in his chair, Mother Cabrini standing in front, and it says on the wall, not to the east, but to the west. Not to China, but I want you to go to the, to the United States. Why do I begin telling you this story? Because many times, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, if you're anything like me, God asks us to do the uncomfortable, amen? God asks us to do maybe the things that we don't want to do or even expect to do. You see, she wanted to go to the east. She wanted to go to China because it was all going to be on land. She crossed the Atlantic over 20, 24 times, back and forth, back and forth. Can you imagine that? Somebody who almost drowned at the age of seven, somebody who had a fear of water, and yet God called her to overcome that fear. Faith over fear. My sisters and my brothers in Christ, many people do not understand what faith is all about. Faith is just not believing. And I thank Cardinal Dolan for this, even though he's not here. We know he's in Lourdes right now with a whole bunch of pilgrims, and so we pray for him and for all of the pilgrims at this Mass. Can we promise that? Amen? So we'll be praying for them in a very special way. But in his book, Priest for the Third Millennium, I was a seminarian studying to become a priest, and, and I read this book, and he explains faith like I've never heard it before. And I'm, trust me, I'm not kissing up to him. I don't need to. <laughs> but it's very good. I'm being so serious. And he says this. He says, faith is three things. Faith is three things. Faith is believing, accepting, and responding. Let me say that one more time. Faith is three things. Faith is believing, accepting, and responding. The way I memorize it is bar, B-A-R, believing, accepting, responding. I think he would like that too, right? My sisters and my brothers in Christ, it's not enough just to believe. Let me say that one more time. It is not enough just to believe. Even the devil believes. But the devil does not accept, and the devil does not respond. We got to stop with the, well, you know what, Father, you know what, Bishop, I believe. What are you, the devil? Are you content with that? There's more. And St. Francis Xavier Cabrini did that. She didn't just say to Pope Leo XIII, well, I believe. No, now do you accept? And finally, cross the Atlantic, respond. And this is what Jesus is inviting us to today, my sisters and brothers, in the readings. If we play, pay very close attention, faith over fear, Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. It's not just belief. It's got to be more. There needs to be more. And that's what 
Jesus is inviting us to. Do not let your hearts be troubled. How many of us here maybe today at the cathedral, how many of us online, maybe we have something that's troubling our hearts. Maybe there's something that's taking away our peace. Maybe there's something that's not letting me sleep at night. And today, in the name of Jesus, he's saying, be at peace. Put your faith in me. Faith over fear. The second point is to trust. We have two examples in the scriptures today. Thomas and Philip, they didn't trust. And yet they were with Christ. And yet they walked along with him. And yet they were his disciples. They were his apostles, princes of the church. And they did not trust. How many of us, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, really trust in him? Really trust in Jesus? Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Now, I need you to pay close attention to this because a lot of us do not understand what heaven is because heaven is not a place. Heaven is a person. Heaven is Jesus. Amen? Church, we need to understand this concept. And if you don't believe me, you're like, look at this neophyte bishop. What is he talking about? He's the new kid on the block. Well, at least believe Pope Benedict XVI. Pope Benedict XVI says this, thus Jesus himself is what we call heaven. Jesus himself is what we call heaven. Heaven is not a place, but a person. And the minute we understand this concept and we stop thinking of, oh, well, I'm going to go to heaven, well, you're going to go to Jesus. It's not a place per se. It's Jesus himself. And Jesus says it to Thomas, right? He says, Thomas, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Amen? I am. He's God. And this is good news, is it not? It's good news. This is the good news of salvation. Jesus is not a place. He's real. He's a person. And yet, Philip also doubts. Philip is full of doubts in the scriptures today. Why? Master, he says, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. How many times do we say that in prayer? God, just do this one thing, right? I remember being in grammar school. How many times I was like, God, if you help me pass this test, I promise I'll be good. Help me pass the driver's test, right? And Philip, like us, my sisters and my brothers, says, show us the Father. That will be enough for us. And Jesus said to them, have I been with you this long a time, for so long a time, you still do not know me, Philip? How many of us who are gathered here maybe sometimes question Jesus and do not understand? I say this all the time to my people. Sometimes God is going to ask you for uncomfortable things. And I know that because last year I got a phone call from the papal nuncio asking me to become a bishop. I thought he had the wrong number. And he got me out of my comfort zone. Faith over fear. Trust. 
It's what we're called to do. And to my neophytes who are here, to my beautiful people who have stepped into the faith, congratulations. But let me tell you, it's just starting. And it's only going to get harder. Yes, I know, I know. You don't want to hear that. But it's the truth. Just ask anybody who's been walking along with our Lord. It gets difficult because Jesus promised us the cross. Yes, there will be resurrection, but we need to carry our crosses. And so, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, as we bring this to a close, we think of faith over fear, and we think of trust, but how do we do that? Bishop, thank you, great, but how do I apply this to my life? How does this make sense? It only makes sense if we allow the Holy Spirit to penetrate our hearts, our minds, and our very lives. Amen? And church, I have to say this publicly, America's Paris Church, I have to say it online to everybody here, I really don't think we know how to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. I really believe that. That's why we're kind of walking sideways right now. Because you know what? We haven't really given in. And how can I prove this to you? Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones. Amen? Where are the great healings? Where are the great miracles? Where are the signs and wonders? My sisters and brothers in Christ, it cannot be just a passe thing. I can't want to just come here for 45 minutes to an hour at Mass and, you know, go get in, get the money, get out. I stand up, I sit down, I kneel. I stand up, I sit down, I kneel. Jesus didn't call us to do that. He wanted us to do more. Amen? He wanted us to go out. At the end of the Gospel of St. Matthew, go out and baptize all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Well, how do I do that, Bishop? Receive the Holy Spirit. Call forth on the Holy Spirit. And as we prepare as church from Easter into Pentecost, am I really praying for a new Pentecost? Catholics, I'm sorry. I'm saying this publicly. We do Lent very well. We do Lent very well. We love the penance. We love beating ourselves, you know. But do we do Easter better? How many days is Lent, everyone? 40 days. How many days is Easter? Let's act like it. Let's start living in the power of the resurrection. And let's start living in the power of the Holy Spirit. And how do we do that? Deacon, you can tell us probably better than we. Because it tells us in the very first reading with the deacons. I love it. It is not right for us to neglect the word of God, Acts of the Apostles, and to serve at table. Brothers, select from among you seven reputable men. Seven reputable men. Filled with the Spirit. Filled with what? Filled with what? Filled with the Spirit and wisdom. You see, if you're not filled with the Spirit, then what are we doing? It's just about us then. Jesus left us 
the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Jesus left us the third person of the Holy Trinity. He said, I'll be back. But in the meantime, let yourself be guided by the Spirit. And so, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, let us pray today at this Mass that we, like these early deacons, these holy men who were chosen, allow ourselves to be filled with the Spirit. I love it. It says, Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit. Filled with what? Filled with what? Do you have faith? And do you have the Holy Spirit? Let that be our prayer today, church. And I guarantee you, we can start changing this world and everything around it if we walk in faith and in the power of the Holy Spirit. You all heard the news, right, of what happened in Texas this morning. Another mass shooting. Eight people dead so far. It's tragic. Why? Because we're not turning to God in prayer and in faith, and we're not living in the power of His Spirit. Let that be our prayer today, that we can walk in faith and live in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And so, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, in faith, let us stand and let us pray together the creed as we say, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified on the Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and His kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. My sisters and my brothers in Christ, Jesus told his disciples not to allow their hearts to be troubled, for he would prepare a dwelling place for them. Let us place our needs now in God's care. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all bishops, priests, deacons, religious, and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. 
Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. That our parishes may be renewed in mission and purpose, welcoming the stranger, serving the needy, and proclaiming the good news to all. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of those who died in Texas at that shooting, for an end to violence, for a respect for all life from its natural conception until its natural end, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we pray in a special way for Cardinal Dolan and all of the pilgrims and the men and women who are with him that they may come back home on fire and they may give witness and testify to the love of God out there through the intercession of Our Lady of Lords. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Merciful God, grant the prayers that we make today through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, number 426 in the hymnal, Alleluia, Sing to Jesus.
Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that this my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We Give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed by the oblation of his body. He brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment in the reality of the cross. And by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. gives you praise for through your son our Lord Jesus Christ by the power and working of the Holy Spirit you give life to all things and make them holy and you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the Sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name therefore O Lord we humbly implore you by the same Spirit graciously make holy these gifts that we have brought to you for consecration that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, 
and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven. And as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, Saint Patrick, Saint Joseph, and all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, my brother, Timothy, me, your unworthy servant, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people that you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say. Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but look rather on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. Peace, brother. Thank you, brother. Peace, thank you. Thank you.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world, the Son of God, the Son of Mary. How blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb.
graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bow down. Bow down for the blessing. May God, who by the resurrection of his only begotten Son was pleased to confer on you the gift of redemption and of adoption, give you gladness by his blessing. May he, by whose redeeming work you have received the gift of everlasting freedom, make you heirs to an eternal inheritance. Amen. And may you, who have already risen with Christ in baptism through faith, by living in a right manner on this earth, be united with him in the homeland of heaven. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Regina Celi, singing our recessional hymn number 474 in the hymnal number 474 Christ the Lord is risen today <laughs>